1: Betches Media presents. Ha ha! Laugh funny. Mention it all. A Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. We'll go check, though Hey
0: everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am joined. Once again, by a friend of mine, a fellow Bravo podcaster. I'm so excited to have him back on the show. Please welcome Ryan Bailey. Hello,
2: hello. What up? Mention it allers. Let's mention it all. It's <laughs> <laughs> a strong start. It's a strong start.
0: It's a strong start to the week. It's Monday. We're here. Uh, we're we've got stuff to talk about. I want. We're going to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I'm excited for because I, for various reasons, I haven't talked about it on here in a couple of weeks, but. We have some extraneous news that Ariana Bierman was arrested on suspicion of DUI this weekend, which is giving very PK, uh the suspicion <laughs> oh, God, of DUI. Oh God,
2: DUI! And they drove me to the police and then they drove me home. They rolled out the red carpet.
0: Now, I'm curious. I don't... The whole suspicion of DUI thing. I This is not something that I'm terribly familiar with, but it's like... I keep seeing suspicion of DUI, but then she was charged with three misdemeanors, driving under the influence of alcohol, improper slash erratic lane change and underage possession or purchase of alcohol. It's like, where's the suspicion? Yeah. Did did she (laughs) do the breathalyzer?
2: I think they were being nice by throwing suspicion in there. But did you see her lawyer was like, this is not true? She is not, you know, like the lawyer went and like, I mean, lawyers do that, but it's hysterical (laughs) to throw that out of like, yo, yeah, your kid did this. I'm sorry, but your kid did this. Uh, Accept it. And the PK thing is such a perfect example. I mean, by the way, she was also hanging out with John Legend and Lionel Richie when she got her DUI this weekend. So
0: I I tweeted, which I'm probably going to hell for. I said the only thing Brielle needed to blow was below a point zero (laughs) eight. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> or, or or who do I gotta blow to see John Legend I mean oh, was that be infamous tweet that uh, Kim Zolciak did?
0: Yeah <laughs> but I don't know maybe Kenya tampered with the breathalyzer so that's where the suspicion comes from but it's I, I mean best of luck to the, the Zolciak-Beerman family. I
2: mean by the way they kind of need this heat to stay in the news like I like I mean come on like we're, we're talking about him again because if anything like Kim Zolciak's got to be campaigning for a girls trip role at some point, right?
0: Yeah. That's a funny thing because Kim obviously for so many years was still in the Bravo conversation on some level because she had her own show and then she, you know, popped up a couple seasons on housewives again, but like, that momentum really just went down to zero so quickly with the I mean, even when Don't Be Tardy was still on, I feel like the momentum was I think I'm the only one that
2: watched that last season when they were in the camping trailer going around the world or the the US. <laughs> and I and weirdly enough, because it was during pandemic, it screwed all of my senses up. I was like, I think I like this. I think I'm into yeah. this.
0: Well, I mean, you have to have some appeal to get like eight seasons of your spinoff. I'll give her that. But it does feel like that show was on the air, you know, within the last couple of years still. And I just feel like Kim has kind of fallen off the map. I hear so much more about various other former housewives yeah. than I do about Kim. I really don't think about her. For a while, I felt like I was seeing a lot of her makeup line. She did swimwear. But now I'm like, I don't, I don't know what she's up to.
2: When, well, when you burn that bright. You're bound to burn out at some point. Like, you, it's like she's just, she comes around every 50 years, like Haley's Comet or something. And I, I, also, the other thing we, and, and, and I saw her a bunch last week just because of her daughter and because of that Nene Leaks lawsuit that keeps bringing up Kim's name in it. So I was like, we're, we're going more for the infamous than the aspirational.
0: Yeah, it is funny, though, because like you said, I would imagine she would be interested in doing a girl's trip. But unlike most of the people who were on this recent season of Girl's Trip, I don't think she would. I can't imagine them ever trying to bring her back to Real Housewives of Atlanta again. It just seems like that is scorched earth not happening. Shouldn't happen. Who would want that? You know, but it brings
2: up that interesting conversation, though, especially with like Tamra coming back and stuff. Is that where where do we draw the line? And, you know, from here on out, is it just stunt casting with these shows in a lot of ways? Instead of finding new relationships, new ladies, do we now just, you know, because we have such a rich catalog and history of Housewives, do we just pick from them for the rest of these seasons? Or do we actually try to bother to introduce? Like, that's why I appreciate Atlanta. At least they're actually bringing and we're getting to know their families, you know, Mm -hmm. like we get to know full. I think Atlanta does this the best than any of the other franchises right now.
0: I was actually, when you said that, the obviously we're talking about Atlanta today in general, but I was thinking as I was watching this week's episode that I really feel like Sonya feels like part of the group. I, there's no vibe to me that's like, oh, it's this new girl and they're pretending to all kind yes. of know each other. I'm like, no, like I I feel like her and Drew actually, I feel like have both done a really good job of kind of feeling like they belong there. And I think Atlanta was a show where for a long time, the cast was had these heavy hitters where it was really difficult for a new person to actually kind of step up to the plate because you had Portia, you had Kenya, you had Nini, you had, you know, Phaedra or Candy or Cynthia. Like there were all of these kind of long standing you know, pillars of the Atlanta community. And then it would be like, oh, like, okay, like, I don't know if like Shamari is really, you know, getting (laughs) in there and making an impact. She's not the only one. But it's. I think it's exciting to see actually that we have two newer cast members who actually make sense in the group and feel like they could potentially stick around.
2: Well, I think that and that's what they do a really great job of. And I got to say from an audience's perspective, I don't know if everybody's like this, but I think you you are, is that I don't. You know, with other new cast members on other franchises, I tend to get really annoyed really quickly. Or even just like um, Real Housewives of Jersey, where, you know, we barely saw Tiki's wife the entire time. So, like, I mean, just didn't even make a dent, really. But these, I don't get annoyed watching them. Like, I, I kind of dig watching their family lives. I kind of dig watching Drew's Drop It With Drew. I kind of dig watch. I mean, like, I actually like that. And the excitement that uh, she had showing all, not Drew, but she, uh, showing all the ladies where she mm. had trained in track this week and had, I, I mean, I like that. Usually I would find that so annoying, but for some reason I totally dug it.
0: Yeah, I think with Drew, there's kind of this pure energy where I think at this point it's happened enough times that you it really is just what she does and how she is naturally that she will come on the show and be so earnestly excited about something or so you just like wanting to show it off. And then it goes completely sideways or ends up being completely embarrassing for her. And she's like what like I was just I wanted to, like it happened obviously like her whole marriage with Ralph is just like a <laughs> conundrum his his step parenting book that's happening right now that she is being asked to write the foreword for but is not allowed to even know what's in the book about her family and then it's like the drop it with withdrew the you know everything that she has going on just is like falls a little flat including this week when she's like mm, I was a track star you know they call this the Olympic I was an Olympian because my school was the Olympians. And so I, I was an Olympian. And so like, obviously I'm going to do really good. And then she loses to Marlowe, and then and tears her Achilles. Yeah, but the way, she
2: doesn't even tear the Achilles in the race. She actually <laughs> steps to the side and tears her Achilles. Um, and by the way, that was the first time I truly believed in drop it with Drew because she dropped immediately. And it was so inc- and then I, I just love there's like a loose uh, Lucille ball element to Drew. Like there's a Lucy and Desi kind of thing. And I don't necessarily mean that as a compliment because I think we're, we've kind of grown out of the the Ralph being the Desi, like, Oh, you're crazy, Drew. Like, you know, she's kind of talked down to a lot. of I mean, and tease, I mean, in terms of even the wig, like, Oh, your, your wigs going up or last week, just wild stuff. But like, also, can you tell me the, the book? He's like, I put the step in parenting and I'm like, on its face, that sounds good. But if you start to think about that, what does that really mean? I put the step in parent. I know step parent, but there is no step in parenting, you door. Like it does it, I mean it you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't yeah. it, it really irked me last night for some reason.
0: No, I literally I wrote down in my notes, I'm like, the I you put this you put the step in, but then it's it's like and and he's saying that he thought he had all the answers. But then he realized that he didn't have all the answers, which is why he's writing the book. And it's like, you're not really selling this very well, because I, I believe that you have experience. But like, I don't want to read the book from somebody who says, I don't have... The answer what,
2: what is the first eight <laughs> chapters of just every time he's messed up and like, I mean, like, wait, so we have to read your journey of not knowing what the hell you're doing. Like, how does that help me? Like, I'd rather read a like right. step by step go to guide instead of like, I had no clue. I really screwed this kid up for the first couple of years. And then we got on track.
0: He starts. Yeah. Like he starts the book. He's like, let's be clear. I am not an expert.
2: By the way, the audience, we don't even need to have that sentence. We know, Ralph. We know. I
0: have no knowledge to impart on you, which is why for the next (laughs) 200 pages, it's like, I mean, I really do appreciate, though, that Ralph and Drew have given us a lot of entertainment over the last two seasons. I don't know if it's healthy. I don't know if they are (laughs)
2: Oh, you know. I, I think it's absolutely not healthy. I mean, like, I sometimes <laughs> hope that these shows are relatively fake, even though I'm, I'm, you know, I know that a lot of it is completely real. But like, it's some of them have been so awkward that I would like, like, compare it to like, like my favorite episodes of The Office, where I'm mm. just like, "Are you kidding me? Like, really? This is what you're doing at this dinner or this anniversary?" You know, there's always like Ralph is just so caught up in Ralph that he never, and the fact that we're supposed to believe that was the first time that even. Drew heard that forward. Like you're writing a book about her son and she's not even mentioned in the intro. That was the other thing that blew me away of like, well, my wife, you know, and I love her so much. Like she's not even mentioned in that supposed intro. And then everybody around is like, hell yeah, man, great intro. Like they're all like, yeah. And then he goes, I'll put the step in step parenting, everybody was like, oh! No, he didn't. He goes, I put the step in parenting. Everybody was like, wow, that's amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Marlo was
2: like, damn, you do know how to write.
0: (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, not to get too into the weeds with the step parenting thing, but last week when they were talking about him not wanting to uh, formally adopt Josiah, which is obviously something that Drew wants. And I feel like half of Drew's time on this show is spent just like making herself small and like not, not raising too much of an issue with him. And it's when he's like, well, it's just a piece of paper. I'm like, it's literally not like adopt There are, I mean, there are certain things where it's like, Oh, it's a formality. It's a technicality. It's like adopting a child is not just like a formality. Like there are all sorts of things that come along with that and like permissions and ramifications and stuff. And like, if, if that's not the right move for them at this time, that's it is what it is. But I'm like, don't try to like downplay this into something where it's just like, man, we don't need that silly piece of paper. I'm like, know that actually affects a lot of well, things
2: I, I mean just even and, and including the emotional baggage of that child as they grow older even and i know his actual dad is in his life and that's what ralph had, had mentioned but it, I, I don't know it just seems so off to me but ralph seems so off to me ralph seems like he's you know put together he he thinks of himself as put together so well but i feel like inside he's hanging on by a thread at all times
0: mm-hmm yeah I it, it is one of those things where the longer they stay on the show, I'm like something's gotta give at some point you one would think like there's never because there's never been a meaningful actual like improvement or step forward between them. It's like, okay, we're not gonna fight about it right now. It's like
2: okay. well do you ever feel like that about this show too is that everybody I think complain I think Beverly Hills had a lot to do with this of people's expectations like, oh, we don't have a full-on crime on Atlanta so they're not having a good season but i'm like they i think they're having a great season and it's also a building season where if they keep this group of ladies maybe not marlo but the the rest of them in in two seasons we're going to see explosion i mean we're going to see something so worth its while and i already love right now i love it right now but i think the sum of its parts is going to explode in two seasons because it's all about these ladies they're getting in each other's groove with the new people and it's not like the past of like these kind of you know, going in gangbusters and Porsche and all of this stuff. But I I love what it is, but I love when Bravo lets something build.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think this season has been really enjoyable for me to watch. And not in a way where I'm like, every week, my mind is being blown and I'm, you know, r- racing to Twitter because I have 10,000, you yeah. know, f- f- scenes to, you know, whatever. But like, I am enjoying it a lot. And I think there are really great moments happening and connections forming. And also thinking about kind of explosions and whatever, I think Candy has maybe had one of her most dramatic seasons in terms of with the other women in the group. She's had major issues this season with Kenya and with Marlo. And I think that's an interesting thing that kind of is, I hope they unpacked it a lot at the reunion. I can't imagine they didn't, but that it's like, the stuff that's going on with Candy and Marlo this season is pretty deep and intense.
2: Well, I mean, Candy is coming in there and I say this in like all uh, complimentary is like, she's like a grizzled veteran. She's like, You know, she's like, um, uh, who's that guy? You know, the lethal weapon character, not Mel Gibson, but the uh, Danny Glover, where it's like, I'm too old for this. You know, like Mm -hmm. literally she's been there from the beginning and she's had to put up with thing after thing after thing. And when Marlo steps in, you know, it's like Marlo. I mean, the great experiment of Marlo doesn't really turn out for me to be that rewarding and i now i see maybe why she was kept as a friend of for so long because maybe that special sauce is what was amazing about marlo but when you ramp it up to this she's on a different level in terms of like just gear shifting than all of the other ladies and that's annoying as hell for candy like and also how dare you tell candy that she is not world like that candy truly is worldwide what are late that is successfully conquered so many different businesses i mean like i mean Cherie can't still get even like some samples out there and like this lady's done 10 billion things and for marlo to come at her and sur- I, it, it boggles my mind
0: Cherie saying that she has downgraded her fashion show to a fashion pre- <laughs> to a fashion presentation so she can keep the expectations low i'm like are you what I, are, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, like- at this point, it's like, it, how many years has it been now?
2: How many like I mean, we're talking over a decade that we have been promised she by Shiree. and the thing is, all the fans, I I'm I'm not even a woman. I'm ready to buy some women joggers just to support. I I will do. I want to support, but the fact that you can't get this even off the ground after all this time, all this opportunity, it truly scares me. Like. How does this much, I mean, I haven't seen something like this in Sonia's toaster oven, but even that was, you know, like Sonia went on to other things and you kind of forgave Sonia for it. But Sheree, it's her whole thing. Like, Mm. is this like Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street? Will it ever exist? Do we just, is this just imaginary? And everybody lets her like kind of talk to her imaginary friend, you know?
0: Well, right. You're not going to have to buy the women's joggers because there are going to be allegedly men's joggers that leave you with. Dylan, the VPL. I don't believe
2: she's going to get to the men's <laughs> joggers. I believe, if anything, it's going to be the women's joggers, and that's <laughs> going to probably and maybe a t shirt. That you're that, like if
0: if I want to support Sheree financially, I need to buy the first product that comes out because there's not going to be another one. Dude,
2: I'm such so def- I'm so, <laughs> see that's like that's the only like that's the weirdo kid in me is that you can tell mm-hmm. when I really like something is that I immediately look for merch. Like I'm immediately like <laughs> I need something to show people how much I love this. Like I have the weirdest crap in my in my play. I mean, like I went to the Tom Girardi auction last year. Like I mean, I yeah. want I want to. These things truly mean something to me. So I've been waiting for Shiba Shirey forever, which I've always said. Even with the go back to the Sonia toaster oven, Sonia, if you're listening, don't sell the the oven. Sell the box. I just want the box. I'd pay $50 for that box. You don't have to put anything in it. I just want the toaster oven box with your face on it. Like, I would buy that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is it is crazy to think about. Truly, with Shiba Shire, as far as we know, the only thing that's really involved in it is like, Putting a logo on some sweatpants, like dude,
2: it- we've both sold merch. I'm sure at certain point, I, I have a web store. Like, yeah, it's 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 not the easiest thing in the world, but it's not like you can throw something up on Threadless tonight, you guys. If you have an idea, you could literally put it out there tonight. Now, I don't know. Like, I feel like somebody's lying to her, or she's. But then I get deeper with it. I'm like, is it just fear? Is she scared of not succeeding? Is it is just deep fear?
0: Well, and it's, and then I'm like, is, okay, so maybe it's supposed to be like a full clothing collection, but why, why would she do that? And then she's, you know, she Kenya and Manetta are like fake auditioning for the show. And she's like, well, it's not like a video ho kind of fashion show. I'm like, what is it? Yeah. How do
2: you know what it is? We, I mean, we don't know what it is. How do you even, I feel like she's like, I know I don't want that. Uh, but I mean, we started off the season with, Le, uh, what is it? Lay Archive from uh, yeah. Marlo. And now it's like. Dude, you're even letting Marlo get her stuff off. And, like, Sheree, for this opportunity, you should have been ready. Like, who is managing you? You should have been ready because this is prime time advertising, you know?
0: Yeah. And like Candy got her bitch, I'm worldwide merch I, out like an hour after the episode. And Mar- and, and like, like,
2: looks cool. Looks like it doesn't look bad. Like I'm saying you can do it that quickly. It's why Sheree's
0: like twiddling her thumbs at the fabric store. She's being like,
2: yeah, how do I do, do it? You know what? This isn't the fabric for she buys. Chir- like, I mean, she must just be hand touching every piece of fabric <laughs> at Zarin Fab- or wherever they, they go to to check those things.
0: Maybe she's at Mood. Mood, that's uh, what I meant. Mood, Project Runway, Mood. With Tim Gunn. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Designers. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure, <laughs> we need to get Sheree work, on Project Runway work, and give Sheree. her like 30 minutes at Mood, and that's all she gets. <laughs> that way we can just get a garment on the runway. That is
2: brilliant. If Annie could do that, or like just like maybe not even go there, but have Tim Gunn show up on Atlanta and go, Shree, we're doing this today. We're doing this. We're, you are not coming out of this room until we do it. And like, that would be amazing, too. I feel like Bravo does need to. It's like helping football players after they're injured and like retired and stuff like that, where you need to watch out for these people. Let's set Sheree up for life. You guys let's like Bravo. Let's let's take care of her. Let's make her do this line.
0: Sheree, If one thing is happening here today, we're putting a pant on that model. <laughs> we're getting a garment. We're getting a garment down that runway. <laughs> it's the
2: last thing we do. But wouldn't it be amazing if, like all this time, she's completely telling the truth about everything, and when it does come out, it it's like changes the world. Of like, it just like it's like the jogger that is the like that people have lived for. Like, and then she starts a whole Skims thing and takes down Kim Kardashian. Like, what if it really truly? she really is sitting on something so amazing.
0: I feel quite confident that that is not the case. Yeah, yeah, but no, I know, but
2: it would be cool if she like all of a sudden dropped <laughs> this whole thing of like, here you go guys, and we all shut up, you know? <laughs>
0: Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club or Kroger. So I want to get your opinions on Kenya's tardiness and how this turns it bubbles over into this feud with Sonia because it feels like it starts out with one thing that Kenya is late to get on the bus to go to this day in Kingston, which the montage of her, after getting the phone call that says be downstairs in five minutes, and she's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The video, the clip of her, like, l- like opening, opening the, the door to the balcony, stepping out, seeing the water, taking pictures. It's like, oh my, like, this would be such a frustrating person to travel with, but at the same time, I am so entertained. I mean, it's
2: Kenya. I mean, this is, by the way, this is a classic trope on Housewives is showing up on time. Or, you know, you have Dorit when she used to do the glam and take the pictures and all that stuff. But Kenya especially. And by the way, Kenya is looking so beautiful this season. Like, insanely gorgeous to me. I mean, just like, but the, Mm -hmm. the, like, I think it's hysterical. I love that the producer shaded her with the caption underneath. Like, what was it? What did
0: they say? It was like th- Kenya not Kenya taking her time. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it was like, I love that, but I also love, which is I think classic Kenya or just classic housewives in general is her using her divorce as the excuse for lateness. And it's like, well, what was the excuse for the rest of the seasons? Or what was the, like, I love, like, I studied acting and like tat to me is just the the quickest reversal of a tactic of like saying, okay, I need to find something I'm gonna reverse and I want pity uh, and that will get me out of this one. Like, it's really, I mean, it just, I love when I see these ladies
0: switch gears. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, well, actually I was late to the ice cream shop in the plantation, which is, uh, I don't know about that, but she's like, I was late to the ice cream. Sh- I was two hours late to the ice cream shop because Brooklyn's dad is being a dick. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like Brooklyn's not even in the country with you. What? <laughs> Wait, and can, how old is Brooklyn? Brooklyn, at this point, must be like three, two or
2: three. I mean, that was the thing she said, like, and Brooklyn doesn't want to talk on the phone with her dad. Like Brooklyn's three, like Brooklyn (laughs) probably doesn't want to be talking to anybody on the phone for like over a certain amount of time. I mean, unless Brooklyn is just the I mean, I'm not saying she's not. I mean, she, you know, has to be genius levels to actually be able to conceptualize and emotionalize
0: like that divorce. Tread lightly here. You're going to get like a tweet about how Brooklyn has like a genius level IQ already.
2: Oh, my God. Kenya, if you're watching, I love you. <laughs> By the way, also, can we normalize, Dylan? Like, you can actually be critical of a moment and still love an overall housewife or anything oh. in art. Like, I think that's the other ridiculous thing, too, is like we see we talk about what we see, but it doesn't take away my overall love of any of these ladies except for Lisa Rinna. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> fair. I feel you on
0: that one. But right. And when Sonia is confronting her about the tardiness, Kenya just fully gaslights her. And is like, well, this is the first thing that you've planned that I've been late to. And it's like (laughs) last night, earlier today, just now. (laughs) It's like, Kenya, you're this is a losing. This is a losing argument for you about the tardiness. But then the the timing issue goes a step further the next day when Sonia has given the ladies the option, the open invitation to come check out her iFit filming thing. And so Marlo makes it on the bus at 9.30 and Kenya and Sharae are like inside the hotel, seemingly at the same time that the bus is about to leave. But for whatever reason, they don't make it on the bus and they think that it is some great slight to them that Sonia isn't picking up the phone and hasn't like followed up with them about how to get on the bus. And like, I just feel like if Marlo figured this out, that there was definitely a way that Kenya and Sheree could have figured this out. Cause it seems like they were ready on time.
2: Yeah. Well, do you ever think though, that like, like producers are like, Oh, you know what? Don't call or do call or don't call. I mean, like there seems to be so much minutiae, with phones and I was just noticing this on Beverly Hills the other day and Southern Charm as well. Of just like, let's maybe get rid of like a phone rule entirely where, you know, we set up the schedule, you follow the schedule, you don't. But let's not do the texting or the FaceTime or like I'm I'm paying my good, hard earned money to watch ladies do scenes with each other. And I do not want to be using I use the phone every day in my all day life. But like all the texting back and forth, I'm like, why don't we just put publish this as a book then, you know?
0: Right, right. It's like it's like Kenya six minutes ago, heading down yes! to lobby now. Like
2: like That's a, it, We got it, a time it, frame.
0: It it, it, it kind of plays into the the like thing of like show, don't tell. It's like show, exactly. me, show me Kenya being late. Don't like don't give me the text conversation of like Kenya, you are late. <laughs> like, and by
2: the way. There is plenty of footage of her actually being late. Like, that's what I, I mean, I hate to be, I I mean, we just watch these shows so much and you know this is like consumed my life, but I do get tired of, uh, just the constant treating the audience. Like we don't like, we know what's going on. Like the audiences are so, especially Bravo audiences. So many of them are so smart that we don't. I mean, we don't need to see flashback on a flashback on a flashback on a flashback. Like it's it's so it's like, guys, I can see right. that she is like I'm my brain can put this together. I can also remember the scene that you just showed me 10 minutes ago. I can also remember it is just wild how like if you cut out phone calls and flashbacks to a lot of these Housewives shows, I'm telling you, you get a 22 minute episode.
0: Yeah, I, I think the flashbacks are a double-edged sword, because I think it can be helpful and it can also be really funny. Like, because if they're- We're Trolling, if it's like, yes. Uh, right, if somebody says, oh, I've never done that in my life and you cut back to six seasons ago when they did that, like- Oh, I mean,
2: Sheena Shea suffers that all the time on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> they kill her every season with all those flashbacks. You, I like the trolling aspect of it. I just don't like when they're showing it and it's not right. funny, you know, and it's not, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I've seen- I like you know, they they do that on Beverly Hills so much. I I just noticed it with just like the Lisa, like, okay, I get it. Yeah, the the Rena Rose, I got it. I saw that conversation a billion times now.
0: Right, right. Like I don't need to like I don't need a reminder that they went to Provence three years ago and like drank wine. I'm like, (laughs)
2: okay. I was like, "Yeah, show show Kyle doing Teddy's walk again when they were all drunk." in the, I mean, like, I I get it, I get it. I mean, I I sound like such a grumpy old. I am a grumpy old man, but I am starting to really get annoyed. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm annoyed with myself now.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I, it is one of those things where this this lateness spirals, and you know, Marlo and Marlo and Sonya end up having a really nice conversation. That wherever they're shooting this iFit thing is just absolutely lovely. I want to be in this field with the table and just hanging out but Kenya and Sheree take this like deeply personally and Sheree has a little talk about it with Sonia and that seems okay but then at dinner it's just like for some reason like this is what we're starting World War three over like uh uh like did Kenya really want to go that bad to uh to eye fit photo shoot I, it's it's like weird to me I'm like Why do you care this much?
2: I mean, this is the perfect time to get into a fight with your ex. If you wanna like be sad about it, do it during this time. Like, do you know how happy I am when I don't have to go to something? Like, and it's like the iFit thing, you know, Marlo was just standing offside going like, oh, amazing, like, Ken, you wouldn't do that. Kenya Kenya Kenya's a star like Kenya's not going to sit there and like she'll be like oh cute I've seen filming before I mean by the way on top of it they're filming their own reality show right now so it's not like cameras are like oh my god more cameras it's not like they're that impressed by this even though I would you know spokesman's great I just don't think I think it was a convenient something for Kenya to be upset with because she was called out for being late obviously.
0: Yeah, I would. uh, Here are my two guesses. If Kenya had shown up to the iFit thing, she either would have tried to get in the video or she would have or she would have called it low budget.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I loved Marlo seeing uh, Sonya's uh, rack of clothes. And that's what really (laughs) impressed. Like, oh, all these are for you. All these extra small. I know that's all these are. (laughs) (laughs) Marlo has. See, this is. I'm starting to appreciate Atlanta like I used to appreciate old school New York, where it's like the minutia of these conversations, these little Mm -hmm. moments like that, or even like Marlo's just Marlo racing and the Balenciaga and the boobs just falling out and her stuffing (laughs) them back in, and like it's just like those little moments to me make these shows where I don't need. I don't need something I don't need, uh, you know, people stealing from the elderly. I don't need, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, California law to be on trial. But I do need these little moments. And I think Atlanta, if you truly watch it without your like put your phone down and watch it, I think you're going to be super uh,
0: pleased with it. You know, right. Marlo. Marlo in her like Balenciaga underwear when the minister of sport shows up and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, let me go put my clothes back on while this woman is here. And, and I love, because this
2: is right after Drew fell. Drew was like, and I'm on the floor and I'm on the and I'm on the ground. And I, I was like, this is so, you're know, like, Drew really is that Charlie Brown type character, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com. Right now for a discount so you can live claret and clear. Use as directed. And then the next morning, so we find out that Drew has torn her ACL. And the scene of of Candy going to visit Drew, um, I called her peg leg Drew in my notes because that just seems <laughs> like that's kind of the vibe at this point. But she's like, Candy's like, oh, like I have a favor to ask of you. I have an audition and I thought you could like help practice with oh, me and this yes. would be the perfect thing. And Drew. <laughs> Drew goes into her like method acting mode. She's like, right, right, right. Okay. So here's the thing. When I'm acting, you got to have your like five, whatever's laid out. And have you ever heard of Uda Hagen? Okay. Uda Hagen's this lady. She was an actor and you got to think about where are you? What's in the room? What are you smelling? What does the room look like? Is there noise? Is it loud? What's your volume? (laughs) And Candy's like, Candy's like, I really just wanted you to say the lines. (laughs)
2: I mean, okay. Like I said, like I I mean, I think we both studied theater at a time. Like I went to, Mm -hmm. and like. You guys, Udah, I, the chances I think I would ever hear the name Uta Hagen on Real Housewives of Atlanta was negative zero. Like Uta Hagen, famous acting teacher, but even like a very specific acting teacher. Like I'm like, oh my God, is Southern Charm gonna bring up Sanford Meisner or are we gonna get Stanislavski <laughs> up in this? Or we get? And so I, I heard that I was like, no. And then you know immediately like, Candy is a workhorse, man. Candy's there, like she said, my coins come before vacation and so she, she's there to learn her lines. I coach actors. I used to do that for a living. And so it's like, yeah, this is what I would do. go in and coach an actor. But I don't, as a coaching technique, go, you know, like the great Stanislavski once said, you know, like, or I need mm-hmm. you to read a respect for, uh, you know, a respect, uh, you know, any of those books that I was like, had yeah. to grow up on studying. But it was, Cause yeah, Candy's like, just tell me my thought behind the line. Tell me what, how I should, am I saying it too mean? All that stuff. I just love that you, you're not going to get into a method in a 30 minute coaching session.
0: I mean, truly, she's like, (laughs) like Drew's over here, like Alia Kazan, like giving her like her her intention. That is the kind of thing where I'm like, Drew is so damn funny. Like she just... She just kills me the but way wouldn't she. Wouldn't it be
2: amazing if she did then? Like she has the cane from hurting her her foot, and she's why like, and she actually truly becomes one of those acting teachers we see on TV. They always have like something wrong with them, like that stop them from acting. So she's like hobbling around, and she's like, "No, you're not saying it correctly. What do you feel, Candy? What do you feel?"
0: Okay, maybe if if we're sending Sheree on Project Runway, maybe Bravo should reboot Inside the Actors Studio with. Drew Sedora as the the host. You know,
2: what do you want the first thing God to say to you when you arrive in heaven? What's your favorite curse word? Um, uh, No, Candy. Drew, now it made me, last night made me want to go back. I've never seen anything that Drew's done acting wise. And now I want to check it out because I want to see if she's using, like, I want to see if I'm like, oh, I can tell she's smelling something in this scene. Like, I can tell, like, I want to see what. Her method is done for her acting work,
0: you know. I have seen Step Up numerous times, which, but I, not since I knew who Drew was. Like yeah. I saw it a lot when I was younger, um, but I won't pretend that I was like, "Oh, Drew, the girl from Step Up, is on Housewives now." <laughs> like I, I was like, "Oh, she was in that movie. Oh, she's that character. Oh, good, good for her." She said it made four hundred million dollars, which was not true. <laughs>
2: by the way step up is it's uh Titanic was like the number and then step up was right behind I think <laughs> step up eventually if they re-release it will take over Titanic's box office
0: I mean Avatar did so well and then it, it's getting a lot of sequels step up also got a lot of sequels so. that's what
2: we need the step up extended uh universe or maybe a step up multiverse of some sort or I mean I'm all for I'm all for that Step Up: The Way
0: of Water coming to theaters
2: <laughs>
0: We digitally
2: created all of the characters except for. Oh my Lucidora. god!
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, you just can't get mad at Drew when she's like when she's like talking about acting techniques to Candy. Um, I really oh, can't I was, stay mad I was at like her. A
2: pig in shit. I was smiling ear to ear. I was like, <laughs> "This is so unexpected. This is what I'm telling you. This is what I love about this. Like, I would never have thought going in that I would ever see a scene like that. And it just. T- checked all my boxes just for how I grew up. And I was like, this is amazing. This is just incredible. And I would have loved to have seen the producers go, ooh to who? Like, wow. Like, I want to I, I, I know, I want to know, I want to see her do this more with Candy. I want to see them continue coaching with each other.
0: <laughs> right. Like if, as she's going to like Pastor Jeff for therapy or whatever, she can also be Candy's acting Yes. Coach. Like, I I do think it's fun to get these moments of, like, these women all have a lot going on. They have their side hustles and stuff. But it's, like, Drew going into, like, actress mode is something that I'm, like, I'm down to see that more. Like, I think seeing the different, like, I don't want to just see her struggling with her marriage. I would like to see her, you know. Drew is is an interesting one because she came on the show talking a really big game about this career. But then I don't. Other, I mean, this season she's been focused on Drop It With Drew, and it's like, that's not the career I care about for you. Like, I want to hear the about career like, I thought
2: you were going to be affiliated with at all. Like, I didn't realize that that was even on the horizon. And that's why, but that's another great Housewives thing of like, wow, drop it with Drew. Like, that's amazing. That's, it really is. It's catchy for the audience. And it's something that we can like bandy about in a joke fashion, yet she's trying to commit to it. But that is not how, you're right. That is not how she came in. I truly thought she was another, I mean, remember the first season when Kenya came in and that was another thing of like the acting, you know, Mm -hmm. she's gonna be, you know, I'm huge as well. And I thought, you know, they they always do come in so strong, come in so hot. And then they stabilize. I mean, I would love to see a a Bailey agency out of Drew, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, she was Kenya was like producing that pilot back in the day that was going to be her like big TV show. and then. But I mean, whatever. Then you're doing like the workout tape and the hair care. And it's like, yeah, whatever. I don't uh, as long as I have something to talk about. I don't really care.
2: I mean, I wonder. I mean, is that I know we don't know too much. uh, It's. It's better not to know, I I find. But I do wonder if they're like, you guys all have to have one business before coming in this season. You don't have to have it done. I'm looking at you, Sheree. But uh, we need you to have one business just so we can focus on. Because (laughs) we feel that with a lot of these shows. Even with like Vanderpump Rules, like, you know, they're they're having Schwartz and Sandys and they're having that. Like, I wonder what the requirements are to, you know, almost assure the producers that at all, if everything fails, at least we have this to focus on.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably a little bit of a two sides of, you know, the, it goes both ways where like, I'm sure there's an internal thing of like self-consciousness of like, I don't know if I have enough going on. I don't know if the people are going to have, you know, maybe I'm going to be demoted or I might not have enough to kind of like make people talk about me this season. But then maybe it is it is coming from production, too, that it's like, OK, like, uh, you know, Dolores like what are you working on this year checking it's in like, like share time let me know kindly following up on the below like <laughs> what's, what because I think yeah you're right like obviously there are some of these businesses that are like intended to be successful but then there are probably just as many if not more that are like the success of this will be if it is compelling on the show yeah. And maybe maybe it'll maybe you'll do like an initial drop and get a lump sum of money or something to cover your costs. But like most of these businesses, it's like this isn't like your retirement fund.
2: I have an idea, though, like, okay, so they have Costco. What if we have like Bravco and we put every product that any housewife has ever done in Bravco and so you can sell the Rena Rosé, you can sell the Lisa Vanderpump Rosé, you can sell the Toaster Oven, you can sell Street. She. Every shitty or good product goes into Bravco. And Bravo fans of all, you know, like, I mean, sure, maybe even regular people want these products too, but it's a place for Bravo fans to go and just get everything. Just get every, like every Bravo product is there. And it would actually be a fascinating museum as well.
0: They sell all five hundred attachments for Leanne Lockins' L Infinity dress.
2: Right, <laughs> hey, Leanne, we could we could probably get Leanne to like fully work there full time. You know,
0: she can have a whole room that's <laughs> just like random sleeves and scraps of fabric that somehow attach to that dress. <laughs> uh, I miss the dress. That was. The pink dog food. D- Dallas had some good business ventures. In yeah, day. The,
2: yeah. <laughs> the dog poop. poop Sparkle poop dog. Pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: just don't. They just don't make them like uh, Sparkle Dog in the L Infinity dress. But Rinna Rose, I guess, sure they can be in the in coat, too.
2: Wait, am I mistaken though? With, I'm sorry, with the Rena Rose, I just never thought that was even on there. Like Rinna doesn't even like. I don't even think of Rena really as a quote unquote drinker or somebody that is like, I think of Harry as somebody with like a, like Harry even seemed during that scene of like, oh, yes, we need a little bit more work on this. And I feel like Rena's more of the slap my name on it. You know, like I, I don't feel like she's a drinker even to appreciate that in the way it should be.
0: Absolutely. That came out of left field for me when she posted about it on Instagram, like right before the episode last week, I was like, huh? Is this like is this new and it's going to be on next season? Then I was like, oh, it's tonight's episode. Like, okay. And and then all the women in the group are like, oh yeah, it, you've been working on this for so long. It, and it's, well, like- it's like
2: the photo of Kylie Jenner in the makeup lab, you know, like really Rena, are you in Provence tasting the great you know, like, you know, and all it was, was that, that scene in Provence, somebody said Rena Rose, and that was like light bulb, you know, and somebody probably brought her that idea. And she was like, hell yeah, do you, I get, I get some money. Let's do this
0: was like, OK, so I can get three hundred thousand dollars doing diapers again or I can <laughs> or I can keep my dignity and maybe still make some money doing rosé. I guess this time I've already, you know, Amelia and Delilah aren't going to college. So I guess I will <laughs> I will p- pass up the diaper money this time.
2: By the way, way, if anybody sees Amelia, let's get her to stop dyeing the eyebrows. I want I want (laughs) brows. I just I I know that's so picky, but but I mean, Rena, that's a good idea. I might do that on my show is use some of Rena's depends diapers and drink Rena Rose until I have to relieve myself in said diapers. Like maybe that would be a fun act. I mean, you could all
0: do it at home. It would be fun. Yeah, I think that would get you flagged on some some lists. Oh, I'm something. already
2: – I'm, <laughs> I'm flagged, baby. I'm flagged.
0: You're like, oh, who's who's Ryan Bailey? Oh, yeah, he's the guy who, like, <laughs> <Dude. tees> himself. <laughs> 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 drinking Rinna Rose.
2: I mean, because I can do, like, serious interviews and stuff like that, but it is funny because if, if you send somebody to my Instagram account or something like that, you know, they're like, who oh, – is he okay? <laughs> like, is he, this doesn't seem all right. And I'm like <laughs> – It just is funny when like somebody actually meets me compared to what they think I am online or if I do a silly bit or something. It's amazing.
0: Well, speaking of silly bits, I was DMing you to set this up and your display name on Instagram is currently Ryan Jennifer Lynn Affleck.
2: I wanted to celebrate somebody's change of name. And before that, it was Ryan Kardashian Barker
0: to celebrate Courtney,
2: And before that, it was just Ryan Kardashian Jenner. And I like to celebrate, but, but I I don't know, for some reason, it's kind of like the minutia of Atlanta, those things, like those little name chases and stuff like Mm -hmm. that makes me, it just makes me laugh, not laugh. I mean, I know it means something to them, but the fact of Jennifer (laughs) Lopez changing her, you know, like, I just thought that was, it was so interesting and what a journey that, that, uh, they have had together over the last 20 years and to, you know, wind up married. I don't know. I wanted to celebrate it somehow. And I'm always looking you know, for the next name change uh that is based around pop culture.
0: Well and your your Twitter name is currently an ode to gone but almost forgotten OC Ryan. housewife, uh Jennifer, Jennifer Armstrong. Armstrong, that? yeah. That's, that's it. it. Yep. So Ryan Bailey on, Ryan, on
2: Twitter. Yeah. R Y N E. That was you see that's those minutia moments like are what I I will remember Ryan for the rest of my life. And she's like, no, 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 not Ryan. And you know, the way he committed and the fact that this guy, you guys, if you don't watch OC changed his name as an adult, like, you know, deep into his twenties or thirties, even I think changed his name from Ryan to Ryan. And I just think what, what an interesting journey that must've been for him. And how do you take him seriously if you're married to him or have kids with him of like, uh, no, I'm serious about it. I want to change my name to Ryan.
0: Like, that's a well, it's really like, fascinating. If you're serious about it, like, take your ass down to the courthouse and, like, change it. Don't be like, hey, actually, people call me Ryan. Like, I, I grew up with this girl who her name was Emily, spelled E-M-I-L-Y, and she just, like, liked it better to end with an I-E. So she would, like, write on all her papers and, like, stuff, like E-M-I-L-I-E. But then it's like, if you don't actually change your name then you're always going to have the like embarrassment of being like when it's something official being like oh actually it's like e it's like the normal way nice. it's like with the y <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, like, I, actually, I'm not French or anything. It's just Emily. But also, I feel like like why
2: even give why even put that out there, Ryan, in the universe where it's like now I'm thinking, like, should I change my name? Should Are we all allowed to change our names now? And like I'm like some things we just got to like just like that was the name I was. Let me just stay with that name. Like, I don't want to be like I want I like absolutes in life. I don't like mm. everything's so uncertain that I like certain things where I'm like. OK, that is locked in stone. And Ryan just blew my mind because I'm like, my name's not even locked in stone. I can change my name next week if I wanted to. And that's also why Bravo, I really want them to institute a law where you nobody everybody gets two seasons. They're locked into a two season deal. Mm. Nobody gets let go. Of, and even if you don't like them. You're locked into a two season. I don't think you can truly get to know anybody in one season or you go too hard like Noella did in OC. And I would I would love to have seen how she kind of readjusted and maybe came back to Earth in the second season or not. And I would love to have seen Jen Armstrong date. And I, the fact that we don't get to see continuing adventures of Ryan, who definitely didn't want to be on camera. But that to me, I found that interesting. I, I feel mm-hmm. like we were robbed in certain ways and it's easy to write these people off as boring. It's easy to write these people, like at least with Atlanta, we know that Sonia and Drew, I mean, Drew's been now for two seasons, but Sonia, Sonia will Sonia will be there for uh, a handful of seasons at least. We know that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think, with Atlanta, I don't see any, I mean, whatever, maybe somebody will stay or go, but like, I don't think Sonia or Drew are on the chopping block. And I mean, Sonia is very much in the NBC universal family. She does all of the track and field commentary. And so I'm like, they're not, they oh. wouldn't like fire her from housewives if they didn't really need to. I oh, feel the way like.
2: they've, they, the way they have invested us in her family too. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that speaks volumes. If anything, I think Marlo will maybe go back to a friend of, or, you know, like, I don't know if this is necessarily, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's on the same, uh, you know, musical band as the rest of these ladies right now. Like, I feel like she is, uh, you know, would have fit in perfectly three seasons ago, maybe, or Mm. in that kind of like step. I feel like she's playing a different game than most of the other ladies.
0: Yeah. We'll see how their reunion goes. They filmed it last week. And I feel like, I think this reunion has a lot of potential, but also I'm a little like, I'm a little nervous. I'm like the whole, I feel like the whole Marlo candy, Kenya thing could just end up being really unpleasant to watch. But I'm I'm hoping it's entertaining. Well,
2: if, if this season says anything, Marlo is going to go so hard that, it, I mean, you know, it, it's another opportunity for Marlo to l- make herself look bad. And mm. that's what scares me because I feel like she's going hard all season and not really warranted most of the time. So I think she'll do that same tactic at the reunion. And I think I have a, I feel like it's going to be a bad reunion for her.
0: Yeah, well, we will see Ryan. Thank you so much for joining. No, it's me over? Today.
2: No, it's let's over. talk more. We we, we we talk about uh, anything, man. Wait, isn't it crazy <laughs> once Monday starts though? Are you like this too with like it just goes. Like I'm now we'll be underground now for the, like the next four days of just working and watching Bravo and all of that stuff. And then the weekends are time. By the way, I love Dylan's Instagram account because he always watches so, so much cool crap. I've gotten so many good recommendations from your Instagram account that has nothing to do with Bravo. And like, that's, by the way, did you watch that princess Diana documentary on HBO max? I did.
0: I did. I watched it yesterday. What did you,
2: I I didn't get to see your Instagram story. If you posted about it yet, did you like it?
0: I I thought it was cool because it was like a very specific like perspective. Like it's yeah, found, only the like
2: found footage. Archive footage. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like I I thought I mean people are like, uh oh, like why are we making another documentary about the same thing? And it's like I I thought there was like a, a an idea there and I thought it worked.
2: I thought they told the story like re- like just using no talking heads you have nobody's opinions right. except for the people that are in these newscasts that were actually during the time and I thought it really effectively told this story from a different angle you know ex- instead of like historians and bloggers and all of that stuff so I and I'm not even a Royals fan so I was like I got really sucked into it
0: Yeah it was good Um but yeah uh, Ryan before we go let everyone know where they can listen to you and follow you and everything
2: Oh uh so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey's the podcast iHeartRadio but I have a new one for all you parents out there called What the Kids Are Watching with me and Natalie Pouchet who used to be Heather DeBros' old assistant and we do it for iHeartRadio and we recap children's shows and that sounds like maybe potentially awful and boring but it's hysterical we do one episode like we did Bluey, Paw Patrol uh those will be out like we just premiered on Friday and we'll have One episode every week. It's not. It's like forty-five minutes, uh, and it's really, uh, it's really fun. She has a beautiful daughter. I don't have kids yet, but the big thing is like through these kid shows, I might potentially have a kid if I like them well enough. Um, But it's really good. But you know, so bad it's good. It's always there. It's like four days a week. And um, and just go follow the Instagram account because I think I'm always shadow banned over there. So you have to type in my name.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot and Rebecca Sous mccat Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by on Instagram and Twitter.
1: batches